welcome to Astrology Today, your daily look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for a look at the daily transit, as well as the full moon in Aquarius for Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. Welcome to the podcast and happy full moon in Aquarius. Yes, we've been building up to this all week as we do when the moon is waxing towards that full moon. So we are going to talk all about the full moon. Uh, before we get there, though, I just wanted to mention that the newsletter is out today, of course, on full moons and new moons, I sent out a newsletter. And this episode was all about habits, which was kind of an interesting uh, track that I went down as I was writing my newsletter today. So, you know, definitely check it out the link for the newsletter if you want to sign up for it is in the program notes or if that doesn't work out for whatever technological reason then send me an email astrologydiva that's dva at gmail.com and I will certainly send you the link. Now one other announcement of course later on today the sun is moving into Virgo so it's this kind of weird thing where we say yeah full moon in Aquarius but the same thing is happening at the same time is that we are entering Virgo season so I usually talk about famous Virgos and I'll be doing that tomorrow so last chance to get in any suggestions you may have for a famous Virgo that you'd like me to talk about. Okay, let's get to the themes for today. All right, well, let's make a deep dive into this full moon. I don't know about you, but I really felt this one. I was up in the middle of the night and had to have a look. I just love having a look at the full moon. So when I have a clear night and I can see the moon, it just, I don't know, fills me with happiness, I've got to tell you. But I it does um, send me a lot of energy. So I tend to be awake during full moons. So this particular one happened, uh, you know, at exactitude 5.03 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So it may have passed already by the time you listen to this podcast. So we have you know, what is the full moon? The full moon is this face off between the moon and the sun. They are in opposition. It is the halfway uh, mark, but in the lunar cycle, which of course restarts as we hit the new moon, which is in about two weeks. So, you know, it is this lunar cycle of new moon relaunching, starting the new pattern, and then the full moon being, being halfway through. And because it's an opposition, we're actually talking about this balancing act between the moon, which represents our needs, our, our, our instincts, our habits, um, where we find comfort. And on the other end of the teeter-totter is the sun, which is our goals, our desires, our purpose, our life path. And so we're balancing these as we are in this full moon phase. And so here, you know, we, because we have, you know, moon and Aquarius, and I have to mention that, you know, these two planets are both in what are called an anoretic degree. They're at 29 degrees at the occurrence of this full moon. And so some may say, you know, that is a, a, a key a degree and you generally we say that before planets move on to the next sign which of course happens at 30 degrees or zero that they are at not necessarily their strongest state and then they you know have much more power and effect when they go into the new sign so here we are at 29 degrees for both of them 
But one, you know, the balancing act here is also between Aquarius and Leo, the two opposing signs involved in this full moon. So we can think of it as balancing the needs of the many, which is represented by Aquarius, this very Aquarian idea of universality, balanced with Leo, which is all about me, myself, and I. So I, for me, it sounds like a, a Star Trek thing, balancing the needs of the many with the desires of the one. Okay, let's get on to some specific examples. Well, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that I, this is one of my favorite things to do is at the, the new moon and the full moon, I take example charts and just talk about, you know, some possible effects that it may have on individuals. And we had just a fantastic response. Thank you so much for all of you that stepped up. If you're also, and if you're also a, a regular listener, you know that usually first and foremost is my partner and that I use his chart all the time. Now I, I warned him this morning that I may not talk about his chart because I had such a great response from my listeners, but I've dodged a bullet, people, because, uh, well, I'll tell you why. All right, so the first example that we're going to look at is Jacqueline's chart, and uh, this is how I dodged a bullet, because the placement of the full moon is in the same houses as it is for my partner, so I'm kind of, you know, getting two uh, two example charts for one. So here in Jacqueline and my partner's chart, the moon is in the second house and the sun is in the eighth house. Now just a quick reminder again, 29 degrees Aquarius, you try to you find that in your natal chart and then directly across from it, 29 degrees Leo is where we find the sun. So here for Jacqueline and my partner, it is around it can be possibly around balancing your comfort and financial security with your goals that involve other people resource other people's resources second house is your own finances your own money and assets and values as as opposed to opposite that is other people's money so we have this juxtaposition between my money and our money and so it's around balancing that other people's resources could include debt inheritances and any you know shared property Okay, then I had another great listener uh, chime in and say, please use my chart. And it's Casey. And in Casey's chart, the moon is in the first house, as opposed to the sun being in the seventh house. And so here, this is this face off between your own needs, that's first house, your own needs to develop and to grow, uh, you know, perhaps something around your appearance or finding comfort with your personal development, as opposed to your relationship goals. Yes, seventh house is those committed, important one-to-one -one relationships. And so this is this face-off between me and not me. Okay, and then our last example, of course, is Angel. And what a beautiful name, Angel. So Angel has the uh, moon in the 12th house for this full moon, as opposed to the sun in her sixth house. And so here, 12th house moon, this is very much around finding comfort in retreating from the world, just kind of pulling back a little bit, you know, perhaps some self-care, some you know, personal time, this is definitely finding that comfort in, you know, pulling back from the world and balancing that with your goals around your work and or your habits, which is very much that sixth house theme. And so balancing, you know, the private me with the at work me and that teeter totter effect and trying to find some balance there.
Thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast. Always fun to look at charts. I never get sick of it. There's always something really interesting to say and to look at. And so I really hope you get something out of uh, the podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you for that. And if you're new, thank you for that as well. I'm always interested in what's on the minds of my listeners. So certainly send me your questions, uh, something general about astrology or specific about your natal chart. I'm always, um, yeah, like I said, interested in what's in the minds of my listeners. And you know, you really do help guide me in kind of the organic growth of this podcast. So I really do appreciate the feedback. All right. Well, I hope you have a great rest of a rest of the weekend and enjoy that full moon energy. And I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.